This is a Centre for Stories podcast. I'm Claudia from the team here at the Centre for Stories. Love Always is a collection of stories about how time and distance alter the terrain of family and belonging. In this series, three individuals on the brink of adulthood write a letter to their parents, revealing their innermost thoughts and feelings. They also offer us a glimpse into their vibrant inner worlds, brimming with memories of their childhood, desires and struggles. Gaitri is a 24-year-old medical student, currently majoring in podiatry at the University of Western Australia. She grew up in Singapore and moved to Perth at the age of 16. As an international student, she opens up about being homesick, maintaining her strong familial ties and shares her dreams and aspirations in regard to creating a better life for her and her family. Uh, my name is Gayatri. People will usually call me G. Um, I'm 24 years old and I'm studying medicine. So I grew up in Singapore and I moved to Perth at the age of 16 after my Cambridge O-Levels examination and I did like year 12 for six months and then started university. At the start, like maybe for the first month or so, I was like, it gave me kind of like culture shock. Like people, there were many people around. Like I guess it's like social, in a social perspective, I think you can say that people you are very, very different compared to back at home. Like people you are much more friendlier, much more outspoken, much more, I don't know, loving in a way. You know, like I think... It's very respectful, some people, yeah. Like, and, you know, I didn't know about the Indigenous culture until I got to Australia, so that kind of, like, blew my mind compared to Singapore, yeah. Actually, to be honest, there was no significant struggle, but, uh, yes, there was a bit of a problem with, like, how I study, probably, because, the like, the, the pace here is really fast. People, because, like, people are already taught so much at a very young age and then when you get to uni the lecturers obviously expect you to like know your stuff well and yeah to be prepared for the future I guess but not really any struggles but obviously being homesick because you're away from home kind of like made me feel like I miss my parents even more and more. When asked what it was like growing up, Gayatri describes the strong bond she has with her parents and siblings and how much she appreciates the deep connection that they have. So in my family, there's five of us, mom, dad, brother and sister, and I'm the oldest. Um, well, my fam- in my family, my dad and mom, they're really, really very strict. So my dad is always like, because he didn't, when, while he was growing up, my mom and dad, both of them didn't have any like opportunities to study, have a good education, of course, because they came from like, I guess my dad was always like into like soccer and my mom was like doing accounts and had to support her family. So they didn't really have the opportunity, but they gave opportunity. Like my mom, she gave her opportunity to her sister to study better. And yeah, and then for my brother and sister, because they're younger, so like we are always very close, like my parents and I and my brother and sister, we are always like, although we had like arguments or whatsoever, we'll solve it within the day or the next day. We don't like to hold grudges or whatsoever. We have a very good communication system whereby we just talk our feelings out. Like my brother and sister can share with me stuff. My parents can like express to me stuff. I can always share my problems to my parents and yeah, I really like the connection that we have. It's really good. It makes me feel like I don't need any friends. I just need family. Gatri talks about the ways in which her relationship with her parents changed as she moved from Singapore to Perth 
and later on to Brisbane. I think when I moved to Perth, I didn't miss them as much because I was going back to Singapore very often. Like every once a month or two months, I'll just go back because my aunt will make me go back to see my parents and family and especially my grandma, whom she, where she's no longer here anymore. But I used to go back for my grandma, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, I think ever since I moved to Brisbane, where I had no family there, I had to start from the bottom and like I guess the first few weeks was really the toughest weeks of my life because I did not know anybody. Literally all I could think of was to just depend on my housemates and that's how I actually, that's why I always think like that's the best memories ever because I didn't know anybody one and I started from the bottom and like now I have such a like friends, like family in Brisbane and that's the biggest thing that I actually achieve in Brisbane, <laughs> having contacts and like to, and that's when I miss my mom and dad because I grew closer to them, I think, when I was in Brisbane. But I've always been close to my mom and dad. In terms of secrets, I'm very close to my mom. In terms of like studies, I'm closer to my dad because he wants the best for me and for even for my siblings. I can tell, I, I feel like my, my dad and I make a very good gossip buddy. I think whenever he has gossip, he will share it with me. And whenever I have gossips, I will share it with him. An example, like if I'm not happy with something like that happened in the family, like the entire family, or if I'm not happy with one of my cousins, or if I'm not happy with like friends in general, like, oh, you know, like so-and-so is doing this and this, this, then I'll just tell my dad and he'll be like, oh, you should just, he will just bring me back to track, focus on your study. <laughs> like, and my mom is more like, I can tell her anything, like literally anything in my life, like yeah, it's it's pretty interesting because in right now in my heart, there's like nothing like I keep inside my heart. I will always tell someone. I don't keep things in my heart. Yeah, and that's one thing I really like about myself, to be honest. Because like, I don't need to worry about anything because I know that my parents know everything, or like my best friends know everything about me, or my boyfriend knows everything about me. So that's one thing I've learned in my life is to not bottle up your feelings and to express it to your parents because your parents know what's best for you. I mean, I'm happy that I have that kind of connection with my mom and dad because not many people these days have that. Dear mom and dad, there are not enough words to describe how thankful I am to the both of you. You both have raised us three, me, Shivani and Ashwin, with so much of love and affectionate. You both have taught us so much and going away to Australia to study has made me realise how much you both mean to me. Thank you for your for your amazing amount of love that I probably don't even deserve. Thank you for not giving up on me even when I doubted myself of getting a place in medical school. Without your moral support, I didn't think I will be where I am today. Thank you for listening to me cry on the phone when things just get so hot with uni and always picking up my calls no matter what time of the day and no matter what reason. When the road gets tough, I know I can always count on you both. Thank you for knocking some sense into me when I'm acting rash. Thank you for working so, so, so hard to be able to support us on our education journey. Many people do not have a close relationship with their parents or even with their family. However, I'm so blessed to be able to tell everyone that you both are my bestest friends ever. Thank you for giving me the life every child deserves and being such wonderful parents. I cannot wait to finally become a doctor or a surgeon to make you both enjoy life to the fullest that you both deserve. 
I cannot wait till the day comes where we will not have to worry about making ends meet and just have a peaceful and happy life. I promise to make you both proud proud always and to always follow your teachings. Lastly, I realize I did not thank you both enough for everything and for that I apologize. If I've learned anything while being away from both of you, it is that you both are the most important people in my life and I love you both more than anything. Gayatri shares the worst memory she's ever had as a child and how that inspired her to change and to grow. She also believed that the best memory she has of her parents is yet to come. Worst memory left the best of me. So the worst memory was when I was primary six, which is 12 years old, because I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you know what is primary in Australia, but it's when I was 12 years old, I came home with a really horrible, horrendous results. And I was from the top primary school, which is Raffles Girls. Everybody just walked out of the door feeling so happy and elated and I'm just like screw my life because I got really bad aggregate score and I had to I was from a girls primary school so I had to go to a mixed secondary school which is boys and girls and I really disliked it and my mom and dad legit like they didn't I mean they didn't even talk to me for days they like told they kept my mom cried and my dad cried and said, oh my gosh, what did I do to like, like what, what have I done to you that I have to deserve this? Like why, why are you doing this to us? So you're not going to make our hopes and dreams come true. Like are we meant to work all our life? Are we meant to just like see, see our children like just be a failure? And I was like, no, I'm not going to let you guys think like that of me. And I'm not going to do that to you. And I started from then, oh my gosh, my life changed from that day. And I realized that I'm such a, I'm a winner and I'm a fighter. And that's when I realized that I started becoming the top in school, top in the level. My best memory is always to, be, to always see my parents happy, my grandparents happy. Whatever I do in my life, because my grandparents, only my mom's mom is still here, like my grandparents both my dad's mom and dad are no longer here and they were the ones that I was super close with in my whole life like I yearn to see them all the time and I always whatever I do I always think about them like I always it's like in a flashback memory like you're doing this for them I see myself becoming a surgeon like in two years time I'll be a doctor and then I will definitely specialize as a surgeon which is, yeah, six years time, I'll be seeing myself, my parents, my siblings and myself in a really nice house that I paid for. And it's going to be amazing house with, I don't believe in luxury, but I believe in happiness more. Like you can have everything in this world. You can have a lot of money. You can have a lot of a lot of luxurious goods, but if you don't have a united family, you have nothing. So I'm just, I just want to be grateful and probably in six years or seven years now, just want to be grateful, happy, peaceful, yeah, and healthy, of course. Thank you for listening. 
If you enjoyed this story, please rate, review and subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like to listen to more stories, check out our upcoming events, subscribe to our mailing list or find out more about what we do, head to centreforstories.com.